live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. I said it is 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you know what that means. We're all locked and loaded right here, LFA TV, live from America. And I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell. Some know me as the hip-hop patriot. I'm here with producer Eli. And, of course, we're broadcasting from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. And we are blessed and honored to be able to be here doing this job every day. Breaking news now with reporters on the ground. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now we go seek the truth ourselves, and that has always been the goal. We'd like to give first and foremost shout out to God above Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Without him, none of this is possible. I'd like you guys to sound off in the chat where you're from. I'd like to give some shout outs. AMK20 says, can I have a shout out? I never have. There you go, AMK. Love you. Thank you for being here. We've got T. Fauzi in the building. Roxy loves America. Denise 9904. Mary 123456. How clever is that? Evie Rosewood is in the building. She Cat, Lord Fishy, Roxanne, Moose for Trump, Suzanne, Amber, Vicky, Shelly, how are you? Good to see you. And Angel Eyes is also in the building, guys. Look, we got a lot to get to tonight, so I hate to cut everything short. I'd love to shout out the world, but what I will ask you to do as you're coming in, especially tonight, of all nights, share the video, all right, and get it out there to those people who have no idea about the invasion going on in the southern border because we're about to bring you another invasion. And that's the invasion coming across the northern border. That is what, uh, that is what the, uh, the hound dogs here at LFA TV are actually sniffing out because uh, I believe it's a look over there when something's actually really bad happening over here. So we're going to get to that. We got Heather Mullins on the ground in New York. Look, Crossroads Hotel, they didn't want to answer a phone call from us, did they, Eli? We called them. We said, we want to talk to you. They said, we don't want to talk to you. We were on hold for how long? And then they said, here, go to your voice message. So we go to the voice message and it says, oh, voice message is full. Okay, that's no problem. We're going to shoot uh, Heather Mullins down there and we're going to go there and confront you in in person. And that's exactly what we did. That's exactly what we did. But before we get to all that, what I want to talk about is the FBI is kind of doing the same thing. The FBI is coming to people's doorsteps and confronting them too. The difference is... We're going there to expose illegal activity and truth. The FBI is coming to people's doorsteps to expose their pro-life activism and their patriotism. And this is not about January 6th. Wait till you see this. Ladies and gentlemen, FBI, 
sending what looks to be like helpless mom. I'm not helpless, but what do I want to say? They just seem very safe to be around. They seem like suburban moms. You know what I mean? (laughs) Watch this. Hi, we're looking for Elise. I'm sorry, she's not here. Can I ask what this is in regards to? Yeah, sure. Uh, My name's Ashley Roberts, and this is Kathleen Brown. We're both with the FBI. Okay. We just need to speak with her regarding some information that was sent in to us. Okay. Well, she doesn't live here. Okay. So, I mean, she's my daughter, but this isn't her residence currently. Okay. Do you... Do you mind giving us her residence or her phone number by chance? Yeah, can, um, hold on just a second. Sure. She's not in any trouble. We just have information that we need to ask. Oh, her yeah, she's not in any trouble. Now, watch how awkward they start acting. Uh, unfortunately, we're not allowed to, to have anyone take our pictures. Can I see it again, please? Sure. They start acting really weird, cringy, not normal. Yeah. Well, you can you can always call our office too, and they can verify our, our employment because it is weird. Not every day you get a knock on the door from the FBI. No, and I'm like in a meeting upstairs, so I wasn't trying to not answer. The, well, yeah, I was trying not to answer the door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no worries, I kind of, yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, whoever's at the door is being like uber persistent. Give me a minute. <laughs> Sorry. So no, that's okay. We can leave you our office number if you'd like to call. Yeah, let me do that. That sounds good. <laughs> Here's where they're acting all weird. Now, they're there to talk to this lady's daughter who doesn't live there anymore, but who is a pro-life activist. They're hunting this... interrupt your meeting. No, you're good. They're hunting this lady's daughter down. So, can you tell me you said it's in regards to... And we we would tell you all the information, because like I said, she's not in any trouble, but just out of respect for her, we'd like to speak with her first, and then if she feels like talking to you which i'm sure she will because it's nothing okay. you know then then yeah. all right well complicated yeah, well you're a little uh you're you a little know. sketchy all right. Sorry. Uh, a little so, weird yeah, washington um that's our number you can call that's our you know what that reminds me of that reminds name? me of ron DeSantis trying to talk to a crowd of normal people it, it sounds me sounds to me a lot like ron DeSantis trying to be a human around normal voters these people don't know how to be around normal people and that is why we always say you can smell a fed boy from a mile away and by the way if you did if you're just joining in those ladies those soccer mom fbi agents were there to harass or to i don't know question this lady's daughter who does not live there anymore but this is where she used to live. This is her childhood home. And she's a pro-life activist. She's out there protesting against murdering babies. And that is what the FBI is doing on their doorstep. They are harassing and they are intimidating pro-life activists when there's people out there like BLM, Antifa, the entire, I don't know, government that's complicit in the southern border and northern border invasion that's happening to our country right now no they're going to spend their resources and your taxpayer dollars to send out soccer mom fbi agents to harass children and young ladies and young adults about their pro-life activism yeah sounds a lot like what i want my money spent on huh i'm telling you what man and yes they did i mean you guys can see if any of us knocked on somebody's door none of us would act like that None of us would act weird like that. We wouldn't be all sus like that. That wouldn't happen. So you can tell a mile away. I'd like to thank Jim and Bonnie Wenrick. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim and Bonnie Wenrick. Um, They did get the plaque. 
uh, that we sent them, and they sent a card and a donation. Amanda Collins, as always, we love you, dear. She sent in a card and a donation. Thank you, Amanda. Uh, Suzanne uh, Viscuso, thank you for the letter, the family photo, and the tissue box cover. Uh, Mary D'Agostino, God bless you, sent a Mother's Day gift for my mom and for my wife. How incredibly kind. We appreciate you. We love you so very much. And an extra donation for the wheelchair. Now, Rockin' Rev Dean. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got to talk about Dean, okay? He's in the chat. I hope he is anyway. And I'm going to reach out to him tomorrow by phone. Uh, he, had, um, he had somebody in his family uh, commit suicide. And uh, they're no longer here. So if we could pray uh, for Rockin' Rev Dean, then that would be very helpful. And uh, I've talked to him a couple times on the phone. Very good man. Very good soldier of God. Uh, and he needs our prayers right now. So if you could please pray for Rockin' Rev Dean. I, I assume he's in the chat. But if you guys could also share this link, if you're watching here on LFA TV, um, here on Rumble, share the Rumble link. We would really, really, really appreciate you doing that. Telegram, Facebook, Twitter, Getter. Those are some major ones. Also, um, we got a card from Cheryl. Uh, Cheryl William. Uh, a card, a donation, and a note. Not having an easy time with gold currently, a uh, gold co currently calling her back or returning emails. Any info on how to contact somebody would be helpful. Um, we will do that. We always will do that. And I want to thank Suzanne Vermontes uh, for for the, the Rumble Rant donation right now. Your guys' Rumble Rants are, are very, very much appreciated now, especially with us trying to get some exclusive footage and exclusive uh, journalism going on in this world instead of trying to, to you know piggyback off other reporters when we know what needs to be reported on. We just got to get out there and do it. And as far as the Gold Coat thing, I will reach out to Gold Coat personally and talk to them about that, okay? Because you guys, uh, you are their customers, and I want to make sure you're happy. Look, let's go to Jesus Calling, folks. On this May 17th, year of our Lord, 2023, because we've got Heather Mullins coming on soon, and we've got a lot to get to. Rejoice that my song is with you throughout the night as I lovingly watch over you. A tender intimacy with me can develop when you remember me on your bed. Today, we talked to somebody on Rise Up who said that they were having insomnia problems. They weren't getting to sleep very well. And we said, listen, definitely some CBD sleep gummies or some melatonin sleep gummies, but time with the Lord before you go to bed, especially listening on audio, some soothing voice reading you um, scripture, it helps quite a bit. Meditating on me in the night watches. Whether you are waking or sleeping, I'm always present with you, for I am indeed the God of your life. From Psalm 42, 8, by the Lord, by, by day, the Lord directs his love and at night, his song with me, a prayer to the God of my life. And from Psalm 63, 6 through 8, when I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches because you have been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of your wings, I will rejoice. My soul follows close behind. Your right hand upholds me. Again, that's Psalm 63, 6 through 8. And before you turn out the light tonight, please, or please pause to remember me and my glorious works in your life. I think if we go to bed, kind of, you know, having that soothing meditation on scripture, whether it be Old or New Testament, and we go to bed with that entering our souls, especially if you fall asleep, if you can fall asleep with headphones on or even with the TV on, if you could fall asleep to that, 
listening to that. Well, as you transcend into sleep, you'll also be getting that word of God subconsciously. And I think it goes right to your soul and I think it feeds your soul. And what it does is it allows you to get into that deep slumber of sleep that God wants you to have. And I know many of us are probably light sleepers and we wake up by the, you know, the, 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 the wind blowing. But if you go to bed doing it and you wake up and you give your immediate attention to God too, I think your whole day will change because your daytime energy comes from your nighttime rest. And if your nighttime rest is in the word of God and in a deep slumber, I don't think there's any stopping you. I just don't. Try it sometime. In the meantime, let's go right now to the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And I'd like to also thank, uh, to be honest with you, I got to thank Olivia Ingracia because Olivia Ingracia and I had a little bit of a tat the other day in a thread about uh, just about something we had a disagreement over. And, and you want to know something? This is a good, this is a strong conservative right here, Christian conservative. Back for more. And that's what we like. And that's the LFA TV way. Ladies and gentlemen, please do me the favor. If you've got one handy, why don't you lift up that cup And let's have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. Mm -mm -mm. How many of you have been drinking that Rise Up coffee? Oh, yeah, there you go right there. Freedom t-shirts, baby. Where was freedom made? It was made in the USA. Freedom was made in the USA. You can get those at JeremyHarrell.com. Thank you very much for that. All right, first and foremost section, impeachment week. I think that's what we're going to call this week, impeachment week, because we have been asking and asking and asking and asking for our representatives to represent our desires, represent our wishes, represent our demands, you know, since they work for us. And Marjorie Taylor Greene has not disappointed, has she, folks? Not this week. Not this week, it hasn't. (laughs) three articles of impeachment in one week. That's more than Kevin McCarthy's done his whole life. I'm just being real here. Impeachment week. Marjorie Taylor Greene now introduced articles of impeachment on U.S. attorney Merrick Garden Gnome Garland. There he is. Look at him. What a nerd, huh? Now you got articles of impeachment drawn upon you. What do you think about that? Well, I think i just going to throw everybody under the bus, and I wish I was Supreme Court Justice. Well, you're never going to be, and now you have articles of impeachment. Now, these articles of impeachment probably don't go anywhere. Maybe they go through the House. Maybe we get enough people in the House to impeach them because, you know, they did it to Trump, but they're not going to go anywhere past that. But it's not about that. It's about the stain, right? That's all they wanted to do to Trump. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Amen. It's all about the stain. It's all about the stain. It's all about the news headlines. It's all about the 24-hour smear campaign. It's all about dragging them through the mud. You know, what they did to us. And I don't fault Marjorie Taylor Greene. Everybody's like, well, it's not going to go anywhere. It's a waste of time. At least somebody's doing something. At least somebody's doing something. On Wednesday, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene is expected, uh, is expected, which she already did, to introduce the impeachment articles against United States Attorney uh, General Merrick Gardenome Garland. She said Merrick Gardenome Garland, that's my little improv there, has weaponized the DOJ against Joe Biden's political enemies. Uh, true, he's targeted parents, uh, we just saw that in a video, who are concerned about their children's education, targeted Christians and pro-life, pro-life activists, uh, we just saw that in that video, and raided the home of the president. He must be impeached. Amen. 
Amen. I agree. I don't think we need to go much more than that. We already know what he's done wrong. We already know that he's a loser, and we know he needs to be impeached, and I at least commend somebody for doing something once in a while. Uh, America Garden Gnome Garden. I'm a loser. You're a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Now, one of the U.S. attorneys that uh, that was underneath Merrick Garden Gnome Garland uh, has just resigned after the Department of Justice IG investigation into the ethics issue uh, that she was engaged in uh, turned up that she was guilty of a, quite a lot. So she resigns, right? And she resigns because she's guilty, but Merrick Garden Gnome Garland, the little, the little garden gnome that I just showed you right there, he is refusing, he is refusing to prosecute her. Biden appointed Massachusetts U.S. Attorney Rachel Rollins resigned after a Justice Department watchdog investigation into ethics issues concluded. Rachel Rollins, a Soros-backed radical leftist, and that's what we need to do, folks. We've got to go after these Soros-backed DAs. We've got to go after them, and these judges, we've got to go after them. Submitted a resignation letter to Joe Biden, and her last day will be Friday at the close of business. Now, Rollins attended a Democrat fundraiser featuring Jill Biden in 2022 without required department approval and contrary to ethics advice that she received, according to DOJ IG Michael Horowitz. Thank you, Michael Horowitz, for that. We appreciate that. Rollins was also in a cahoots with the media and a Boston area law professor who was believed to be Daniel Medwed, a far left uh, Northeastern University professor, to do the DOJ's dirty work in smearing political rivals. All of this was proven. It was brought up on her in court. And she should have charges brought up against her for abusing her power. But no, Merrick Garden Gnome Garland says, I don't think we'll do anything with that. I think we'll continue to go after and harass Trump supporters and pro-life activists. Yeah. Okay. Long story short, what is this? Ha- what have we been doing lately, folks? And I know you guys feel it too. We've been on offense. They've been on defense. Folks, if you are here, please do me the ever so humble favor of just taking this link and going to Telegram, Twitter, and Facebook pages. Facebook group pages are huge. That would be big for us because what we're about to show you right now as we get into the exclusive footage from Heather Mullins on the ground in New York and where this is going to go because we're going to bring in Heather right after we show these videos. This is part one of the Democrat Party's new slave operation. We've, un- we've discovered two things, ladies and gentlemen. Number one, there's an invasion of the northern border that nobody's talking about and LFA TV is headed there. Okay, we are going to go show you the wide open, far, far more wide open border of the Canadian and and the United States border than the Mexico-U.S. border. I'm telling you that right now. And if you don't think Justin Trudeau is part of this, you're crazy. And nobody is looking at the northern border. Having said that, what we're doing now is since Ben and and, and Oscar have been focusing so much and and, and Savannah and, and, and Owen have been focusing so much on the border at the mouth of the invasion, we are now going to go cover and find out what is happening as we track these illegals going across the country and how they're impacting each and every community and get the community members aware. And the first place that we decided to go was New York. That's right, Newburgh, New York, because what you're about to see is the Democratic Party's new slave operation. That's why this is happening. They own these people. They tell them what to think. They tell them what to say. They tell them how to breathe. They tell them where to go. They tell them when they can do do things. They tell them who and who they can't talk to. And it's all at the threat of either going back 
back and being deported or not getting your benefits. It's that bad. So you don't think that they're going to control these people come vote time when it comes down to mail-in ballots and ballot harvesting? That's exactly what's happening. This human trafficking operation from Ben all the way up through New York, from Canada all the way back down to Ben is all so that they can have a new slave operation. Let's roll the first. She went to two places. This is the Crossroads Hotel that would not accept our call. So you don't want to accept our call? Now we've got people to come right to you. Roll this, it. like, directive says that they're not allowed to talk with people. Like, that's a little strange. Um, you're not allowed to talk to reporters. They're telling Heather that she cannot talk to the migrants. And they're translating what they're saying on a, a government-funded phone. Okay that translates to Spanish to tell them to not talk to any American reporter. Dice que le es extraño para él hablar con los periodistas, pero usted es periodista? Sí? Yeah. No, 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 no sabía que era periodista. I can't talk. ¿Por qué? ¿Por qué? I'm sorry, kid. This guy in the white shirt is telling Heather he cannot talk to them, even though we're in America, and he's telling them through a translation phone that they're not allowed to. And they're like, why can't we talk to people? And they're like, because we're telling you you're not allowed to. Why? I know. Pero es que ella no me está preguntando nada malo, ni yo le estoy respondiendo nada malo. Oh, it gets way better, by the way. Now, do those look like people that need help, or do those look like able-bodied soldiers? Watch this. Watch this. Hola. Uh, do you work for the hotel? Well, I mean, like, I feel like I have a right to ask questions. Why? Who do you work for? Can I at least, like... I mean, the police officer said that I can ask questions. The police officer said I could. The one that was just here on a detail. I, I recorded him saying that. So they're basically saying I'm not allowed to ask questions and they got mad at this guy for talking to me. Those look like those look like dangerous people to me. Yeah, but I, I honestly don't understand. Like why are they not why are they being why are why are they being treated like like prisoners? Like they're not allowed to communicate with people? So if they if they walk over to the gas station, is he then allowed to talk to me? Why is he not allowed to talk to me? Why are they not allowed to talk to me? Why are they not allowed to talk to me? her away. Yeah, but why are they being treated like like slaves, basically? Like they're not allowed to talk to people? But that's like, that's controlling and weird. I, I mean, they were really cool. Like, why can't we have a conversation? Do you don't think that's weird that we can't have a conversation in a free country? Like they're coming to a free country and they're because not allowed the to communicate. Media, the media is not good. But they're a free people. The media has never been good to the people. So, Liz, can you just please stand on the grass? Thank you so much. I appreciate you.
Thank you. I appreciate you too. I just think this is weird. <laughs> the media is not good to the people. We're just being honest and transparent. There you go. That's video number one. Now, before we play video number two, I'm actually going to bring in uh, Heather Mullins right now. And you guys know, you know, Heather, uh, we've worked for years together, her and I. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you, it's really nice uh, being able to work with her in this capacity now. Uh, Heather, thank you for being here. So what we just showed was the very first video, part one. Uh, that was you at Crossroads Hotel. And what you, when you were uh, experiencing this, you were calling me on and off and you were saying, this is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> because this seems almost like a like a, we know it's a human trafficking organization but why what are they doing it for and when you noticed the, in this first video the level of basically slavery you talk who do we who we tell you you can talk to you go where we can tell you you can go i mean am, does it sound right does it sound like a slavery operation here no that's exactly what it sounds like jeremy i mean like when, when i came here i honestly i didn't know what to expect but when i ended up going there and you know i've covered a bunch of things before even when i go to you know covering election fraud it's like you go in sometimes people can't speak but there's always a point person that they direct press to to answer any questions none of that happened here i walked in this building jeremy and i was like you know i just had some questions as a normal reporter i mean these people are being bused to our communities where our kids live where we live our families live we want to know who they are where they're coming from we want to be able to talk to them and ask them questions and it was funny because when I first walked in there, you know, there was this guy, uh, the guy in the video that was basically saying I'm not allowed to talk to him came up. And, and when I mentioned I was a reporter and I started asking questions, they're like, no, 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 you can't be here. And I was like, oh, OK, so I'm respectful. I walked out and I saw this, you know, police officer parked in the parking lot and I went over there and I wanted to ask him some questions. And he said and he basically said he was there on a detail. He was asked to come there because I guess uh, Orange County, a judge had just granted a protective order banning New York City from sending any more migrants to this community. Um, so as of right now, he was parked there to make sure no other buses of people came and all sorts of other things. So but he told me unless somebody from the hotel told me I wasn't allowed to be in there, that technically I wasn't trespassing and they couldn't tell me I couldn't be in there, you know, documenting what was going on. So. He said I could go back in there. I said, you know, it's all it's all fine and dandy. And I took some videos. Then I walked over and there were two of these migrants, illegals, whatever you want to call them. And I start trying to have a conversation with them. And they're like, oh, no, I'll blow English or whatever. And one of them whips out a cell phone and had this little app on it where he was communicating, basically translating our conversations back and forth. So I would talk into the phone then they would talk into the phone and we would go back and forth. And we started talking. Uh, one of them was from Ecuador. The other one was from Peru. I asked them what they were doing there. And they're like, well, we come here to work. And they mentioned they were going to do carpentry or something like that. And right when we started having this conversation where it was getting into it, the guy that had told me inside that I need to leave walked out. And that's what you saw on that camera where he's like telling them and instructing them, don't talk to the press. The press are not good. And I'm like, well, we, me and him were just having a good conversation. Like, what's the problem? If you're going to bring these people into our country and they are essentially going to be one of us, is this not a free country? Why are you telling these people they're not allowed to communicate with other adults? If these are grown adults, I'm a grown adult. Why can't we have a conversation? If they're free people, like the way they were controlled, it was almost like, don't talk to them. If you do, you're going to be in trouble. Like your benefits will stop. You'll get deported or something. It was very weird how they were so controlled and they were not allowed to talk to us, Jeremy. And Heather, the crazy thing about it is, is if they're that controlling now, 
when they're first getting settled wherever they're going. And that's what I, first of all, folks, I want to, I just want to, I want to say this before I get into that. Uh, I didn't want Heather to go by herself. Heather's like, I got, <laughs> she's like, you want me to go to New York? I said, I'd love for you to go to New York. I said, but we got to get somebody to go with you. She goes, nope, it's three and a half hours away. I'm getting in my car. She said, book me a hotel here and I'm headed. And I couldn't even <laughs> stop her. Like I couldn't have stopped her. But I wish after seeing this, this video and the next video, I think in the future, Heather, especially as we go to this Northern border stuff, I think there are times when you definitely are going to need somebody with you because uh, I, I'm getting word that they're going to start attacking Americans. And when they start attacking Americans, what's going to happen when an American stands their ground? That American is going to be jailed. That American is going to be locked away. They're going to be put in a DC gulag or something like that. And the illegals are going to take over. And we need to, we need to see what we need to, first of all, know where they're going. And then we need to expose where they're going and what kind of impact that's having on these communities, because nobody's going to do that. Everybody's focused on the border invasion at the mouth of the border. And we got to get the rest. Um, uh, but I, I gotta say, you know, you went in there, you were brave, you got them, you, 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 and, and if they're going to do this at this level and they're going to control them at this level, at this level of settlement, then you know where this is going. Once they get wherever mm-hmm. they're going to go, they're going to have their government phone. They're going to be getting their government cheese. They're going to be on the government teat. And then the government is going to say, hey, guess what? We're going to be sending you this in the mail. We want you to get every one of your kids. We're going to send each ballot to each one of your kids, to each one of the people that live in your house. And we're going to come and we're going to send somebody out there and we're going to collect these ballots from you. And I think that's what's happening here. I think the great replacement theory is for them to, because they know, uh, Heather, they know that we can't, um, that they can't cheat on the level that they did before. And they know they'd have to come and overcome like a larger, a larger, uh, you know, uh, deficit at this point, because more people are going to get out there and we're going to squash the, uh, the, 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 the ballot harvesting. So if they bring in millions more people, that kind of like settles the difference. Does that seem to be kind of what you assume they're doing? Yeah, I mean, like, it, there's definitely something shady going on here, Jeremy, for the sole fact that they were trying to, like, prevent people from talking to me. And while the two that I talked to, the one from Ecuador and Peru, were really nice, there was, like, a group that almost looked like they were from Somalia or something that were actually, like, angrily, like, shooing me away and telling that. me to leave. And, like, the look in their eyes, like, looking at me like I was the enemy when I was just, like, I'm just an American journalist here to document what's happened to find out where these people are coming from. We want to know their stories. If they're genuinely asylum seekers coming from a bad place, nobody has any problem with helping people in need. But the problem is, is these are unvetted people coming into our country, many of which, like Ben Bergquam reports on, they're ditching their IDs at the border. There's countries that are emptying their prisons and sending them here. Not all of these people are good. And I feel like just from the bunch that I saw today, the way some were angrily shooing me away, and then the other two were just honest people trying to come here thinking they're going to come work and get some carpentry jobs. You know, it's all fine and dandy if you want to come to America, live the dream and work. Let's vet these people before they come in so that the ones that are a danger are not being let out in our communities. No, I agree. Heather, um, can I show the whole, can I show the second video now? And can I just put you on hold for a minute? Can you stay that long? Okay. Yeah, no, go for it. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do now, folks, is now I'm going to just, I'm going to play the second video. That was part one of the Democrats' new slave operation because that's what I believe it really is. This is part two. So Heather not only went to the Crossroads Hotel, but she also went to the Ramada because the Ramada Hotel also um, also is kicking away 
uh, Americans and getting rid of that. And they shut down the whole Ramada Hotel and they've given the whole Ramada Hotel to the to the illegal aliens. Uh, and this where it gets this is where it gets a little bit uh, a little bit confrontational. And this is where Heather's just like, I've had enough. I'm going to I'm going to just do my thing. And, and I love this. Uh, roll this. This is incredible. So again, this is the Ramada Inn in the same town. Please share, share, share. This is exclusive footage. If you guys have any information on who is organizing everything here now, so you know, like pamphlets or anything. Are you guys still open to the public? So this is completely closed off to the public. At, like who's in charge? Is there like a like a spokesperson? But is there like a point person like that can handle? There's got to be somebody though that can actually like give information. No? There's not a single person that is in charge that can actually say, "Hey, I'm the person." I'm not trying to be rude, but we already explained to you that we can't conversate and you continue with and ask us questions. So, I'm a reporter. That's, I don't care that's my you. job. To but, but, but if I told you, and if she explained to you that we cannot communicate, nope. and still. So there's no like, like organization or like a press no person, no. like no point of contact. Her supervisor nope. and director are not here right now. Okay. Can I have their contact information? Like anything at that's all? That's up to their discretion. Otherwise, you're trespassing, yeah. and I just want you to leave. That's it. That's like, that's 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 their superior is not here right now. Do you, oh, sorry, are and you with the hotel or are you I, I, I am I am security for the hotel. If she cannot answer your question. Are you security for the hotel? Ma'am. Are you a patriot? Are you renting a room? What do you mean? Are you renting a room? I'm a reporter. Here. That day, well, not room. Well, so who so from the Well, so I spoke with a police officer before I came to cover these stories and they said I need to speak with somebody from the hotel. Right, right. She said so from the hotel supervisor director is not here. Try back later. Is anybody from the hotel here that they I can The hotel has nothing to do with they this. Have, they have nothing to do with this. We are a separate entity from the hotel. And she actually... So according to the law enforcement that I spoke with, I'm only trespassing if somebody from the hotel says that I cannot be on the premises. So are you from the hotel? The, the, this, uh, first of all, the Tell police officer did not tell you that. Because he did like, not tell you that. He, the, she's, the, she's I, no, the police, I checked my the, basis. You, you I did an interview with the officer who told me that. Can you tell her to leave? Can you tell her to she cannot be here asking us questions. Okay, so so you're telling me that I'm not allowed to be here and ask questions. So so you don't want to give me anybody's information. You're not going to give me an organization. You're not going to give me a supervisor. You're not going to give me a name, a number, anybody to ask questions when I'm a journalist for trying to cover this story. Why is there no transparency? Hi guys, hola. Hi, <laughs> Hi guys, hola. <laughs> <laughs> so the law police officer I spoke with said unless somebody from the hotel says I'm not supposed to be here, that it's not trespassing. And I'm coming here to get information and ask questions. And we have a right to refuse the answer too. Okay, and all and I did. You know that, and you know that. So who do and you? I don't appreciate 
being recorded without my consent. Who do you even work Nobody for? Does. She's recording and we're asking her to leave and there's nobody here to talk to her. And she refused to leave. And the police that I spoke with said unless somebody from the hotel. Right now, young lady, they're coming right now. Okay. Good. Good. Can you out Virgil, please? Please. Can you out? They're all foreign. Who, okay. Every one so of them do are you foreign. Work for the hotel? Police. Police. For the hotel. Security. For the hotel. I, she's going to, nerd. This is so weird. I don't know. Why is it? Yeah. What was your name? Go out. Who are you? Who do you work for? Go out. Your security, but for who? Go out. Eli, we're going to go back in and we're going to close up on his, on his jacket. I want to know so what it read. Sketchy. He had a, he had a, a logo on his jacket. I, we'll, we're going to zoom in later. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, then the cops showed up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> unbelievable. Let's bring uh, Heather back in. So Heather, at that, uh, so these people, they, they couldn't tell you who they were. They couldn't tell you who they worked for, right? They couldn't tell you anything except for leave, leave, leave. They knew you were right. They knew they were wrong. The entire hotel was taken over by illegals and by this operation. Sound about right? Yeah, no. I mean, it was super creepy, Jeremy. I mean, um, you know, it was crazy because nobody there identified themselves as a hotel employee and then said, like, you can't be here. And when the police officer finally came, I waited outside. He went inside and said he spoke with the hotel manager which I never, I forgot to get like his name. I could always call the department and get it for later. But like he said, he spoke with the hotel manager who said that they didn't want me there. Like why, like if the hotel manager had just come out and said, hey, you got to leave, I would have left. But nobody identified themselves as having worked for the hotel. And I'm really wondering if the person that spoke with the police officer even worked for the hotel. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, it, it was super bizarre how they weren't sharing any of this information um, it's clearly like human trafficking. There's yes. something not right about this entire environment where I was just an honest journalist showing up to ask questions and was met with so much hostility. Like, it's crazy. Like, this is my country. And she's sitting there saying she doesn't consent to being filmed. Well, I don't consent to illegal people being brought into my community. Amen. All right. This is my country. And I'm free as a reporter to ask questions. And, it, and like, like the whole thing is super bizarre. And the police officer even said that I could file a complaint with the Ramada corporate. Like, I don't know if the entire corporation is aware of what's going on, but the way that I was treated, the hostility, the fact that nobody identified themselves. And then I had the police called on me. Like, I mean, the entire thing is super bizarre. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I mean it's crazy. I never expected this. This well, is absolutely insane. That, it's clear to me. And I'm just going to make an assumption based on, you know, the knowledge that I have that that is a that hotel has been completely taken over by the federal government. Um, I don't know if that's a, if Ramada runs as a, as a corporation or if they've got uh, franchises or not. Uh, but it's clear to me that that hotel, those are not hotel employees. None of them people are hotel employees because if they were, they would have had a lot more answers. They would have been a lot nicer because they're treated, they're trained to be nice. They would have had answers. They wouldn't have been so hostile and they wouldn't have not, they didn't even know the law. You're like, I talked to the cop and they're like, well, for that, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. Well then fine. They're coming. You know, that just doesn't sound like a hotel employee to me uh heather before we let you go um northern border wide open saskatchewan area wide open right 
Uh, all along mm-hmm. the all along the northern border, there's no wall. There's no fences. There's no people. Justin Trudeau having tens of thousands, tens of thousands of illegals pouring through the, the northern border and then making their way through the uh, Canadian border and nobody's paying attention because everybody's paying attention to the southern border. You and I, we've got word that there's a lot more going on on that northern border. Uh, quick couple, uh, got about two minutes here. Uh, let's talk about that real quick and, and what we're going to do next. Yeah. So, I mean, like this, this illegal immigration issue is all over the place. I mean, it like everyone's focused on the southern border, but I think today's footage and what we're going to be covering next week is really going to show you that this is the entire country at stake here. These NGOs, it, it's not just down there in, um, sorry about that. It's not just down there at the border. This is all over the country and they're going to be coming to a neighborhood and a community near you if we don't put a stop to this. Yeah, I agree. Heather, uh, we love you. Please stay safe. I know you're you're pretty much done for the day. Get back in the hotel room. Be safe. Let us know you made it safe and uh, and, and we'll bring you back on tomorrow to see if there's any uh, any updates on that. Okay, thank you so much for your bravery. We appreciate it. And thank you, Jeremy, for really honestly giving me the opportunity to do this. Because this is what I love, and I just appreciate you, LFA. And just, it's nice to be free once again. <laughs> well, you know what? The LFA family's here to keep us afloat, and we are the new mainstream media. And I have a feeling that they're going to want you to stick around for quite some time. Thank you again, and I'll talk to you later. Everybody follow Heather at Talk Mullins uh, on all social media. Talk Mullins, at Talk Mullins. Follow her on Twitter. She's going to be releasing updates on this on Twitter, on Instagram. Make sure you follow her. Heather, thank you very much. Thanks, Jeremy. All right. Bye-bye. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Adios. (laughs) Adios. She's just, Eli, you see when she's like, hi, guys, hola. (laughs) She just looks over at these illegals and she's like, oh, hey, guys, hola. I thought that was the funniest thing I had ever seen. Oh, hey, what's up? Hola. I mean, I died when we saw that. But truly, we do fear for Heather's safety, we're going to make sure that she's got somebody with her because that right there was awesome coverage. That was awesome journalism. And you know what? Maybe, just maybe, people will stop, uh, you know, purposely avoiding LFA TV phone calls from now on. I have a feeling that we're going to be the hybrid between James O'Keefe and Alex Jones Media here on LFA TV. Sooner or later, you duck us too long and we're going to start sending people your way. And that's just a little bit of what LFA TV has in store for the LFA family. Big, big breaking news there. And we definitely love Heather. Look, folks, we're going to go to the chat here real quick. But before we do, I would like to give some of our sponsors some love. And the first one would be Tackwright Mini Chain. So I'll tell you what. Maybe if Heather, you know what, Eli? Maybe if we give Heather the Tackwright Mini Chainsaw? Mmm, maybe. Hey, Let's Go Lugo says, I would have gone with her and translate, Jeremy, anytime on this border BS. Hey, we might have a translator, Eli. Leslie down in Massachusetts. Anyway, folks, Tackwright Mini Chainsaw. What is there? About uh, 14 days left of this month. And, uh, you know, they're month to month, like all of our sponsors. We don't know if they're going to be here. So many of you bought this for Mother's Day. We've got Father's Day coming up. It is, what does it say right there? Look at that. Excellent piece of gear for the money. And it does not disappoint. And that is not a lie, ladies and gentlemen. The Tackwright Mini Chainsaw is only $129 if you go to TackwrightLFATV.com. You get free shipping and handling. That little beast is a beast. I mean, it'll cut things that you didn't think it would be able to cut. And, and, and it might take a while, but it'll do it. 
and that's why it's good to have it. Long-lasting battery, lithium battery, er ergonomic design. Very, very, very light, very painless, unless you want it to be. That is TacriteLFATV.com, TacriteLFATV.com. And now moving on to our next one, we're going to do two back-to-back because I got to get right back into the stories. But look at this bundle deal at 4Patriots. How many people have a a solar-powered Patriot power generator? I have not asked this question in the chat yet. How many of you actually have the solar power generator and how many of you have bought the food supply? Well, my family's got both of them. Uh, l- luckily, uh, one of our wonderful viewers uh, bought me the, the solar power generator so I didn't have to come up with the money for that one. But we have bought the survival kit food, but now they're bundling them together. You can get all of this, American-made products, American-packaged products, all from an American company, and each time you buy something, a little bit goes to a veteran family. How do you do it? fourpatriots.com fourpatriots.com look at all these people that say they bought from there you gonna trust them trust me I think so fourpatriots.com using the promo code LFA will get you 10% off anything you buy there from the little all the way up to the big from the little all the way up to the big fourpatriots.com now let's get right back into it because we've got to highlight the Democrats racism what you're seeing right there which what with Ben Berkwam has been great at showing us how they're getting here. And now LFA TV is going to show you what they're doing once they're here. Every time we get a tip from somebody that we need to be there because they're doing something really, uh, you know, they're destroying the community, we're going to try to get there. And we're going to expose what they're doing there. And we're going to expose also who's in charge. And we know who's in charge by who tries to silence us. Amen? And that's what we're going to do. And we're going to expose this Democratic Party's new plantation, their new slavery operation, because that's what it is. It's a human slave operation, human trafficking at the highest degree. Everybody says frozen. I don't see it. Maybe, maybe refresh. I don't know what's going on. I haven't had a freezing problem yet. Uh, thank God. Um, although I did just refresh and try to turn back on, hold on. And it did not come back on. I just got a black screen. So that's odd. Let me go back out. It's odd, huh? I guess people are experiencing some problems. Rumble keeps kicking us off. Okay, well, I just went out and came back in, and now I'm back in fine. I didn't refresh. I just went out and came back in. Okay? What's that, Eli? Should be good now. Okay, should be good? All right. Uh, so now we got to highlight more of the Democrats' racism. Look, I know a lady named Deb- Debbie Washerman Schultz. Okay, Debbie Washerman Schultz. I've met her years ago. And when I used to work at a distillery, she used to come through and get vodka because she's a drunk. Well, Debbie Debbie Washerman Schultz, ladies and gentlemen, uh, came out and decided to make racist statements about these left, about these uh, illegals and says, if we don't, she's saying that Ron DeSantis signing uh, legislation against hiring illegal aliens is going to have rotten vegetables, is going to leave rotten vegetables in the fields. What does that imply, Eli? What does that imply? Roll this uh, racist clip from Deb- Debbie Washerman. When uh, Arizona did the same to, uh, to their immigrants in their, in their state, he's going to devastate our economy. Tourism, construction, agriculture. I mean, you're going to have vegetables rotting in the fields. You're going to have construction sites that will lie dormant uh, or certainly will struggle to get workers to be able to, uh, to, to to help make sure that they can make progress. The tourism is it tourism and restaurant industry in particular, you know, rely on the, on these workers when uh, Arizona did the same to, uh, to. Why is nobody ever call out the left wing racism? 
Why does nobody ever call out the left-wing racism? Because they, if anybody on the right said anything like that, well, we need him here so they could pick our fields, they would be done. Now, I apologize for the freezing. Definitely try to refresh. And if that doesn't work, then go to the Rumble app. If that doesn't work, then go to the LFA TV app if you have that downloaded. Everybody should download the LFA TV app on their mobile device. Another racist, Eric 8th Grade Adams. It was not too long ago when Mayor Eric 8th Grade Adams of New York City was saying, we need to give a home for these people. We can't stop. We can't turn these people away. The Republican people turn these people away. While New York City is going to accept these people. Because that's what we do. We take your tired. And we take your poor. And we take your hungry. And New Yorkers got a big heart. So we're going to bring them into the city. And then that turned to... There's too many illegals coming into the city and we don't have the resources to accommodate them anymore. And it's racist for Governor Abbott and Governor DeSantis to send busloads of migrants to New York City. And then now that changed to, I want to bust these illegal aliens out of the city because we can't afford them anymore. But then a judge comes along and says, no, 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 no. You're going to keep them. That's right. You're going to keep them. Mayor Eric 8th grade Adams tried to uh, go to court. He tried to bust uh, illegal aliens out of the city. He didn't want them anymore. He begged for them, didn't he? Then he didn't want to be sanctuary city anymore. And now he's trying to remove them. He's trying to bust them out ladies and gentlemen, of the city. And a judge came along and said, no, you're not going to do that. You know those 65,000 estimated uh, illegal aliens you got? Yeah, you're stuck with them. Sorry for the people in New York City, but when you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. New York judge temporarily barred New York City Democrat Mayor Eric 8th grade Adams from busing migrants to neighboring municipalities as the city struggles to cope with the influx of new arrivals. Do you want to know where he wanted to send them? He wanted to send them to upstate New York. And a, and a judge came along and said, no, you're not going to do that. You're not going to send them out. You wanted them in? You're not going to send them out because in New York, that's human trafficking. So now you're stuck with them. So the bad part is uh, for the people that are great that live in New York City, you're stuck with them. For the people that live in surrounding suburbs and in in upstate New York, <laughs> you're safe for now until they keep coming through the northern border and uh, attacking your neighborhoods from Canada. Okay? And now check this out, folks. I want to do a round robin. There's a lot of stuff going on in mainstream media right now. There is a big shakeup going on in news. News organizations like this are on the rise, and the big news organizations are falling down. Okay? Each one of them. Newsmax is now beating CNN in primetime ratings. That is weird. Now, I'm not advocating for Newsmax in any way, shape, or form. Would I put Newsmax over CNN? Yes. Would I put Newsmax over Fox News? Barely. Uh, but Newsmax is now beating Fox News as Fox News. I mean, I mean CNN as CNN has now dropped to fourth place behind Newsmax in primetime viewership ratings. Why do you think they're trying to tell the truth right now? So that's a big shift. Here's another big shift in mainstream media. Tucker Carlson is now going to be permanent, really permanently replaced by none other than Sean the Rhino Hannity. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Sean Hannity is now replacing Tucker Carlson at the 8 o'clock hour permanently. 
You're welcome, everybody who still watches Fox News. Now you get to watch Sean Hannity have a love fest with Frank Luntz, Mark Levin, and Kevin McCarthy every day, all day. I wonder who's going to watch that. So that's a big shakeup in mainstream media. Here's another big shakeup I think we should see. Is, uh, is the, the, the hack reporter Leslie Stahl of 60 Minutes... Are we going to get, I, there's, there's been a big call for her to, uh, to apologize, right? There's been a big call for her to apologize because re- remember when she said this, let's, I think I have an audio of this. It'd be so good. You know what? You the, like this, the, I thought. I thought you liked I don't mind spot, it. I don't mind spot. it. But when I watch him walk out of a store and he's walking with a ice cream and the question, the media asks him, what kind of ice cream, what flavor <laughs> ice cream do you have? And he's in the midst of a scandal. He's not. And he's taking... Of course he is, Leslie. Come on. Of course he is. It's the biggest, second biggest scandal. The biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my campaign, There's no real evidence of that. Of course there is. It's all over the place. Leslie, they spied on my campaign and they got caught. Can I say something? You know, this is 60 Minutes. And we can't put on things we can't no, verify. You won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. We can't Look, put on you. things we can't verify. Leslie, they spied and, on my campaign. Well, we can't verify that. It's been totally that. verified. No. It's been just good. It's been totally verified, and now it's been verified and vindicated. Now it's been verified and vindicated. So, yes, I know Rumble's having some issues right now, folks. There's nothing much we can do about it. We're just going to keep plugging away because we have one more thing to show you right here. And I want to thank my good friend David Brody. Look, how many people watch David Brody's new show on Rumble? Huh? How many people? Because I talked to David Brody right before the show. I said, hey, I'm going to show a video of yours tonight. I'd love to plug your Rumble channel. You know what he said? That would be great. Big shout out to the LFA family for me. So he's got a new show called America 180. How many of you watch it? Because he had Steve Cortez on. Now, you guys know Steve Cortez. You probably love Steve Cortez, right? He goes on The War Room. He goes on with Bannon. Everybody knows him. He's, uh, he's boosted up his social media through The War Room. He's gotten fans through The War Room. And now Steve Cortez abandons ship, abandons Trump, goes full rhino, and goes for DeSantis. And a big shout out to our friend David Brody for covering it. Roll it. Push back as I insert the laugh track uh, after that, because I'm, or maybe it's not a laugh track because it's been some serious stuff. You've obviously sure. gotten quite a bit of pushback. Even uh, Steve Bannon saying, you know, the old uh, Judas uh, uh, analogy, if you will, with the 30 shekels or 30 whatever right. of silver, uh, pieces of silver. So so what, what kind of uh, reaction uh, did you expect? Has it been worse than you thought? And what about some of what Steve Bannon has said? Because this is tough stuff for you. Sure. Listen, uh, first of all, calling me Judas is an absurdity on several levels. Uh, First of all, financially, it would be far better for me to remain within the Trump camp. The conservative media pro-Trump world is massively bigger than the non-Trump conservative media world. That's just Mm -hmm. a fact. Uh, But also, particularly for any Christian to call me Judas, I guess that at least implies that Trump is Jesus, which, of course, is offensive and absurdity. Look, I am I was very loyal to President Trump when I worked for him, but I am not permanently loyal to any politician. As a matter of fact, I think it should be the other way around. Politicians should be loyal to us. Uh, We are not loyal subjects. We are the rulers of the United States. And it is my belief right now that Donald Trump represents a figure who is too polarizing, who has a record in recent elections of successively losing. We lost 2018. We lost 2020. We lost 2022, relative to expectations at least. And in my view, I'm somebody who takes this very seriously. We are losing our country right now. 
This is no time for games. This is no time for tribalism or some fake so-called loyalty test. It's about winning elections and then instituting a conservative policy agenda. Well, I'm glad your fat head said that, Steve Cortez. I'm glad you said it's about winning. Let's do that, shall we? Let's do a side-by-side because now we have a proven track record of Ron DeSantis losing. How about this? Trump and Ron DeSantis both endorsed two different GOP candidates in the Kentucky governor's race. You want to take a guess who won? Does anybody want to take a guess who won? I'll tell you who won. The Trump-backed candidate won. Do you want to know what place Ron DeSantis' endorsement came in? Third, not even second. So how do you like that? Trump endorsement won in Kentucky, not Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis' endorsement came in uh, third. So remember when they were saying that Trump lost his mojo, he doesn't even have his endorsement power anymore? Oh, but how about this one? How about DeSantis' endorsement in Jacksonville for the mayor race? He also endorsed a, 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 a person for the mayoral race in Jacksonville, the most populous city in, in, in Florida. And guess what? He lost there too, to a Democrat, to a Democrat. The man has no endorsement power. He has no political capital. He's the biggest nerd you've ever seen in your life. He can't talk to people in a one-on-one setting. He's an absolute. I'm a loser. He wears high heels. I'm a loser. He's not a real person, and I don't even think he's a human being. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, he has no track record of winning. He is the biggest loser you ever met, and there's no way he's going to beat Big Papa Trump. Big Bang MAGA, baby. Anyway, before, <laughs> I'm just saying we have a proven track record now that he is also a Zahar. okay? Look, ladies and gentlemen, on your way out, I want to say to you, Thank you to everybody who made their Field of Greens purchases because I got news. There's never been a bigger audience for Field of Greens than Live from America. That's right. Field of Greens says that out of one group of people, out of endorsing or I mean sponsoring any show, LFA family buys more Field of Greens than anybody on the internet. What does that tell you? It obviously tells you that it works. Ladies and gentlemen, bottoms up. Field of greens, all the vegetables, all the fruits, all the nutrients, all the superhuman foods you need. And if it's going to take Mike Crispy, an Italian guy, just a regular guy from New York City to the sun's out, guns out, mean, lean, green globalist fighting machine that he is every single day. Where's my Mike Crispy soundbite? Let's go. Let's go, baby. Get that field of greens. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Be like Mike Crispy. I mean, come on. The guy's got more energy than the sun. Go to fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code LFA at your first time. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, LFA continues with Will Johnson and Culture Wars starting now over on Will's channels or over on Will's uh, side of the country in Texas. But you got to pop out of here when this is done and you got to jump in there. So there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, rumble on your way out, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, make sure you share the video because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you. Thank you for being here. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. Keep spreading that gospel and I will see you tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. for Rise Up. See ya. Peace.
Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.